0: Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me,
1: Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts Georgia Bern and Father Rob Galia as we break open the upcoming Sunday Gospels and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influencers, Father Rob Galiahommel. Good morning, afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the 12th episode, season four, 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 season five. I don't even know what season we're in. This is crazy.
0: <laughs> we're in autumn.
1: <laughs> What's, exactly. We're in autumn here in Australia. And everyone else is in, in different seasons across the world. They welcome Georgia here with me. Um, and we're today going to explore, explore the heart of God and what it means to be attached to the vine, of, to Jesus the vine. Have you had anything interesting happen to you this week? You any any episodes in the jail where you're working any <laughs> anything exciting happening to you?
0: Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. I'm working back at the jail now. So, um in the last season in lockdown I'd taken the year off and I was just doing my music, but um I'm also doing my music on the weekends and performing, but I'm doing 2 days a week at a youth justice center. And it's been uh, very challenging, as you can imagine, but it's also been amazing. So a funny story I have for you. I think you'll laugh at this Father, Rob. One mm-hmm. of the boys loves uh, A Star Is Born, the movie?
1: Yes. And he Lady loves Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, did I tell you this story already? No.
1: Okay. No, no, no. I just so he I asked was me born that. Lady Gaga, that's all. You just knew. <laughs> okay.
0: Because sometimes I repeat stories. And um, he said, can you sing um, I'll Never Love Again? It's this, this really beautiful song in the movie. Um, Anyway, I sang it and I learned it and he's like, Georgia, you're good. You sound like Lady Gaga, but just less polished. <laughs> <laughs> not as <laughs> good. Not as good. But anyway, he's got me to learn all the songs, and every week I just sing to him. Most of the boys record their own music, and I write songs with them, but there's one boy that just likes a little concert every week. So it's really oh, sweet. I, so it's a, how, it's a therapy. Powerful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How powerful music is. And this is what I find. I've just been on tour and speaking at okay. schools, and I'm speaking to teachers, 1,500 st- teachers, and, and mm. schools all around Australia. And I just see, because I haven't taught for a while, mm-hmm. I haven't used music in a live way for a while. But mm-hmm. just, it's just unbelievable how music softens the heart, how yes. music makes people available and ready to listen to the word of God. And uh, yeah, I just I, I'm just I have a great new and renewed appreciation of music. And how powerful music is, especially for people who find it hard to receive the word of God, like in juvenile justice. I actually was a chaplain at juvenile justice for for a while while I was a seminarian, and, and that's a tough play. People, young people who have been hurt and and have hurt others as well. So music, I can imagine, will be so powerful to to reach out to their hearts. Well, what a blessing! What a privileged position you are in, Georgia, as well, to minister to these people and to minister through music. To have the gift of music that. Way.
0: It's amazing because a lot of people just see, um, you know, the things that they've done or um, the fact that they're in jail and and um, while those things are real, a lot of them have had very tough lives which has led them to being in there and yeah. a lot of them have had a lot of trauma. So what music does is it activates every part of the brain and for that moment it can just calm them down so much or it can really allow them to soften um, because yes. it's a harsh environment there for them to survive. So. Have to be on guard all the time and be tough, and they can't look sensitive. Um, but once you just get them on their own, singing them a song or getting them to write a song or write down their feelings, it's very healing. It's very powerful. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's what music is it's music, it's the language of the heart. Eh? It's, it's just, yes. And it, it's healing. And, and we know in heaven that there's music because the angels were singing, holy, holy, holy. So we better start preparing now and we better start yeah. <laughs> learning to, to worship through music now as well. So uh, yes. yeah, music is a gift, a real gift from God. You know, actually, who the head, the worship leader in the church, in, in heaven was?
0: Who?
1: Not a joke, this is true. It was- Oh, it,
0: sorry, oh, like, God.
1: No, it was Lucifer. Lucifer was the-, the Oh, yes, okay, yes, yes. He was the worship leader. Yes,
0: he was the best. Me. Yes, and then he went yes. rogue,
1: and he was sort of kicked out of heaven. But but he, he was mm. the one who used to bring music as well. So. And, and so i know that the the devil the lucifer also knows music and he knows music well and he knows how to manipulate music so music uh, even though it's powerful to reach into the hearts of people in a good way can be manipulated to yeah. to destroy hearts to tear hearts down and to make people negative and melancholic and all, all side all types of things. Anyway, well, that's not even the topic of the, of today and we've gone into a whole topic of music. We'll do
0: the other topic next week. I'm yeah,
1: we'll do it. I mean, all the co-hosts. <laughs> but you've just
0: been on tour and I've been through just always. Our lives are music. So Yeah, that's what about. I was thinking. Like all <laughs> us,
1: the co-hosts, we're all basically musicians we're as well. I mean, not all. that's not all we are. So, yeah, we should include some more music. We should be maybe even in next episodes, the next series showcase some some um catholic music from across the world but that's just an idea we'll talk about that later and we'll stop there before before we've got too many ideas so let's go to the scripture verse today's this week's scripture is john 15 Mm. verses 1 to 8 beautiful analogy jesus loves and loved to use analogies because he knew as well that that was a a language that people could understand Mm. and i think Even through this podcast, we use historical critical methods so that you can understand. Now, when we understand an analogy, for example, Jesus in this Bible is going to use the the analogy of a grape, of a vine. Mm -hmm. The way we understand vines now and the way that the Jewish population generally understood and saw a vine may have been quite significantly different. And so we'll listen to this. But let's listen to the words of the Lord as as Georgia proclaims the gospel for us um, today.
0: Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Amen.
1: Beautifully proclaimed, Georgia. Um, Georgia is also a voiceover artist. I don't know if you know <laughs> this, but if you go to cinemas across Australia and you go <laughs> to, you, you actually hear her voice um, advertising things and also TV and radio, I think. Yeah, so I've that,
0: been doing a lot lately. Yeah.
1: So that's that's there. There you go. So we're and prepared.
0: for Fig Ministry that's and my Fig Ministry.
1: <laughs> yeah, voiceover as well, even in our <laughs> in our break. So when we're taking a break from Georgia and Father Rob, we're actually hearing Georgia again.
0: <laughs> Too much.
1: <trouble. laughs> so that was great. So today's Jesus is saying, "I am the vine, and you are the branches." What did Jesus mean by this? You know, it's so easy for us to have our own image and our own understanding of what it means. Now, this was a loaded comment. Jesus knew exactly what he was saying there, and the apostles knew what he was saying. This was, in some ways, quite intimidating to the Jewish people listening. Why? Because when a Jewish person heard the words that you are a vine, that I am the vine, He's taking something away from what they always understood. But for them, mm. it wasn't a person who was the vine. It was, it was God who made Israel, divine. Israel. So mm. the vine. So the people, the Jewish nation was the vine. In fact, it's all over the Old Testament. Israel is the vine in Isaiah 5, 1-7, Jeremiah 2, 21, Ezekiel 19, 10. God who planted the vine and anyone who is attached to Israel anyone who's attached to the Jewish nation, mm-hmm. then they have life. Now what Jesus is saying is he's ripping the vine out and he's saying, no, that's not, <laughs> the, vine. not the vine. Israel's not the vine, yes. I'm like, how dare vine. you say that? How mm-hmm. very dare you say that you now are the vine? Heretic, heretic. And th- that was a big, big thing for Jesus to say. And, and, the, and the, the image they had of the vine was everywhere because the vine vines were everywhere, one. Mm-hmm. Two, anyone who went to the temple would see this huge golden vine as, as they approached the, the, the inner temple, like the Holy of Holies, not in the Holy of Holies, but outside because no one could go into the Holy of Holies. But mm. men in particular could go into this place where there was the vine. Now, this was a gold vine. The people used to donate gold. And some were turned into vessels. Some were turned into things. Some were sold to make mm-hmm. money for the temple. Mm-hmm. But some of the gold was cast into a vine that was displayed there in, in the temple. And some grapes. And it was, I can imagine that it must have been stunning.
0: Yeah, amazing. A gold and, vine would have been beautiful.
1: Yes. And it was considered something extraordinary if the gold you donated was cast into grapes or or, or the vine because Mm. it's like it's the the greatest symbol of Israel like that this is what Israel is it surrounds the Holy of Holies so it was very much understood that Israel was the vine but Jesus here is saying basically is telling them just because you are of the house of Israel just Mm -hmm. because you're attached to Israel just because you're a Jew does not mean that you are part of the vine. Mm.
0: Oh. Yeah, see. It's like blown apart what they thought it was, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, like mm. all this time I thought I was attached to the vine and now you're saying that I'm not. And he's basically, he's saying, I am the vine. If basically, again, now what he's saying is, if you are not attached to me, if you're not part of me, if you don't believe me and you don't believe that I am the Messiah, then there's no salvation for you. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry, buddy. But you cannot... Get to heaven without me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying there's no salvation except through friendship, except through being attached to Jesus. There's yes. another parable which and, and, and all over the scripture Jesus says. He says, He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Only mm-hmm. Jesus can save us. And he's really That's in Matthew, that. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, exactly. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And, and no one, no one can go to, to heaven. And so you think, can Muslims go to heaven? Can can other people go to heaven? If they can go to heaven, it's through Jesus. Only it's mm-hmm. through the blood of Jesus. It's through the cross of Jesus. So um, uh, again, I, I like to quote this Lumen Gentium, which is a document of the Vatican Council, Second Vatican Council. It says, those through, who no fault of their own have um, don't know about Jesus then there's hope for salvation. Okay. So that not those who have rejected Jesus particularly, but those don't know. That they don't know or through no fault of their own. Okay. Mm. Through no fault of your own could be the fact that, um, y- yes, you wanted to, to um, believe Jesus, but the people around you were abusive, the people around you. And so somehow it's mm. not, not your fault, but it wasn't communicated in a way that was authentic and real. I don't know. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Because God material. knows
0: everyone's hidden situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Saint centuries of Lazio used to say, This is my hope, and my hope is that um, heaven is full and hell is empty. But we know mm. scripture that that's not true, that's not not the case, you know, because he says that mm-hmm. there, uh, he said it's the narrow path and, and that there, there is a place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So we know hell exists and we know that there are people there. But anyway, that's a whole other subject.
0: But and that's what God's trying to say, like, you know, if you if you're in, if you if you I am the vine and you will bear good fruit. Your branches will bear good fruit. So, you know, that it's this community and this communion between us and God and that he'll allow us to bear good fruit. And without him, it's going to be hard to do that, you know, very hard.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And so it, it, that's a whole other level as well he's talking about. It's not only believing in me now, but once you return mm. to me, once you believe in me now, I have a great expectations for you. and I have to bear fruit you Mm. are expected not just to attach and hang there and wither and become raisins. Mm. You have to bear fruit, because if you don't bear fruit, you're going to turn into useless wood. So let's talk about the the grapevines. I think it's important for us to understand what the Mm. Jewish people would have understood about the grapevines. First of all, Mm. they would have understood that it was a plant that needed a lot of attention.
0: And a lot of care.
1: Yes. So what he's saying here is that hey, you're dependent on me. I'm gonna care for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna care for you, but I'm, I'm gonna care for you in a way that you won't necessarily like, because you see, the greatest way to care for a a vine is to do what to it?
0: Uh, To prune it, to water it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Prune it, and it drastic pruning is necessary for for it to bear fruit, and that's painful. And that, that's destroying a lot of hard work, that you've worked hard to do something and then Jesus prunes that. And then you've given this to God, mm-hmm. but God prunes that. And you, you, you've you grown in this area, but God prunes that. And you start to think like, Jesus, what what's going on? Everything mm-hmm. I'm doing is is uh, all the good things that, that have been happening, bad things are happening to me, even though I've been trying to be good. And that's Jesus is pruning, he's pruning, BC. see because we need in, in order to grow we need to bear fruit especially for new christians mm. and this is one thing that they knew that that people understood the jewish people understood because they understood that also new vines for mm. three years didn't bear fruit
0: didn't bear fruit yeah
1: and they had to be drastically pruned for three years so imagine three years just being pruned and pruned and pruned and not Not seeing anything, not 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 reaping the fruit of 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 your hard work, of your relationship with God, and and not Mm. even Jesus, you know, who who had three years of ministry, but thirty years of being pruned, basically.
0: Mm, Yeah, and it's and you know, I was thinking we were talking about this before, but thinking about this that um, they need good soil as well, and that's kind of like a way of us looking like we need to deepen the Word of God. So if you're a new Christian or any like every day, as you said, like you know, good soil, water, pruning, all those things we need. We need to dig deep into the word of God. We need to try and let go of things that aren't good for us. And you know, um, the only way we can do that is by clinging to Jesus because there's so many things in the world that would, um, you know, make us kind of can make us come away from Jesus. So if we can attach ourselves to Jesus, then we will bear this good fruit, you know.
1: And, yes, so there's yeah. no bearing of fruit away from the vine.
0: Away from you're the saying, vine.
1: Yes, even the Jewish people would have understood that um, vines need good soil. They're not like other plants. They're not like weeds. If the soil is bad, the mm. the vine's going to die. It's going to wither. So it, it's, it's. Mm. I don't know, we, like in Australia, here we have a winery just like here We in Victoria. We're full of wineries in yes. Australia. And one of the things that you have is that you have rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of vines, now that for, for the wine. But at the end of each row, there's I don't know if you ever noticed it, Georgia. There's a, there's a rose, a, a rose, a, a planted huh. rose tree. Why? Because mm. the rose is extremely sensitive to bad soil, so more so than than the than the. Uh,
0: okay.
1: So if the rose withers, if the rose dies, they know that there's something wrong with the soil. So quickly they treat the soil so that the vine doesn't okay. die. So the soil matters. So the word of God, the way you plant yourself, how deep the roots are uh, of your life, of your spiritual life, mm. your prayer mm. matter. Mm. So And what mm. you surround yourself with, what you get nourished by matters. And so this is what he's mm. it, saying here, that the soil matters. It needs good soil. You need to immerse yourself in the word of God, good yeah. company, and surround yourself with with... What do you you fill your internal climate with as well? So important as well.
0: It's that ongoing relationship. Like you know, you can come to know Jesus and have a really strong conversion, or always have believed in Jesus, but it's something you have to work on every day. You know, and I know that for myself. Like you know, something, and we'll go more into that in the topic later. But it's something we can't just listen to what Jesus says or know what he says, and it has to be something that we actually really live out, which is the challenge, isn't
1: it? Yes. And yeah. so what he's saying here is, yeah. uh, basically, if we're not going to bear fruit, if yes. we're not going to bear fruit, um, we're going to get, get drastically pruned. Mm. And why? Because it, it, it's if we are not pruned, and we're not bearing fruit, and we're not putting it in and not bearing fruit, he, he he prunes that that vine because if not, it will drain the strength from the rest of the plant. Mm. So it's also an act of mercy towards us, but also to the church as a whole, okay? Because at the end of the day, the wood, different to other plants, different to other trees, the wood of a vine is absolutely useless. Mm -hmm. Absolutely useless. In fact, they used Mm -hmm. to say to bring all the wood for for carpentry to, to the temple, but leave, they used to say, leave the vines at home. Because we have no use for them. They're only good for bonfires. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we don't bear fruit, basically what Jesus is saying, you are absolutely useless. It's mm. <laughs> horrible to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Our responsibility that we bear fruit, that we show the love of God. And fruit, what is the fruit of the Spirit? Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. All of these are the fruit of the Spirit. Are we bringing love? peace, kindness, goodness, Mm. or are we bitter and we're bringing division and anger and gossip and and, uh, aggression and uh, always feeling sorry for ourselves and sensitive and this and that. Once we do all of that, then we're not bearing fruit. We're the opposite. We're just offering dry wood that's only Mm. good for a bonfire. So it's again, like you were saying, Georgia, it's Christians who need to to, um, not only talk about Jesus, Mm but also to live a fruitful life. And you live a fruitful it's life. so
0: important, yeah. Yes.
1: And, uh, and I think
0: it's, you know, like the person that brought me to my faith was someone that was always so kind to me, very gentle, very encouraging, used to take food to my grandmother when, well, even her grandma because my grandma was sick. And that used to make me think, hang on, why was she taking food to my grandma? my grandma used to get very um, grumpy. <laughs> like if you'd bring her the food or, she, and I just used to, like I was 18, I was like, oh, I couldn't go to my grandma. she's just going to probably yell at me today. Mm-hmm. Whereas my friend would go there all the time and bring her food. And I was thinking, she's my grandma gets so um you know stressed out why would she do that it's not even her grandma you know what I mean and that's when I started to go and I asked her those questions she's like Jesus calls us to do these extraordinary things to serve the poor to serve those that live on their own and it was through her actions and the actions of her family that made me go she's different to the other people that that I have known that would be thinking more about themselves or and I'm not judging because I've done that myself I have you know we all fall into that but for me, the thing that converted me was actually her actions. Then yeah. of course it was Jesus, but she always pointed it back to Jesus. but that's it's so powerful for us to bring if we want to bring other people to God's love, if they are looking to for someone, it's a lot of it's a big responsibility, but we have to be so careful of how. If we're not being kind and loving, then it can confuse people, you know. Yes,
1: and so this is obviously this this person was attached to the vine. This person, because yes. they were attached to the vine, could, could bear fruit and bear fruit of love and kindness and generosity. And this is mm-hmm. so. Um, th- this is a sign, and this is what Jesus says: It is by their fruit you will know them; you will recognize them. And this is where again Jesus is saying that you have to be fruitful. You have to be attached to me, and to bear fruit is impossible. Without being attached to me otherwise it's false fruit it's dry fruit it's it's fruit that doesn't match the tree okay and so we need to listen to jesus and we're we're useless we dry up we we lose our fruitfulness when we don't listen to jesus one and that's like, like the the seed that was sown onto the to the rock is that when we listen or when we listen to jesus but then we we just offer lip service that's like the, the seeds are mm-hmm. thrown into shallow ground. Or when we abandon in time of trouble, when the weeds come, you know, and suffocate that, that plant. And so, mm-hmm. again, Jesus is using that same analogy that they would have understood. The Jewish people would have understood mm-hmm. all of this. while we all, we think about is grapes and just being attached. But there's so much more yes. being attached to Jesus, what he was saying and how he was saying it. And that we need, as you were saying also, George, to be... It's not only to attach, to be attached to Christ, but to abide, to remain attached to Christ. And this is what he's saying. Just because you knew Jesus two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, does not mean that you know Jesus today, that you love Jesus today, that you're attached to Jesus today, that you're bearing fruit today. And this is why it needs to be ongoing. Keep close to him and keep close to the other grapes and keep close to the other branches and keep close so that we can bear fruit and not only individually but also together beautiful so this is a this is our call okay so um let's just hear a little bit from georgia again
0: <laughs> the production of this podcast would not be possible without the support of our donors and ministry partners if you've been blessed by this podcast please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a one-off donation or becoming an FRG ministry partner from just $5 per month, as well as enabling FRG ministry to impact hearts across the world through the creation of online resources and outreach programs. As an FRG ministry partner, you will have access to our rewards program, where you can receive exclusive benefits and content to help you continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus. For more information about becoming an FRG ministry partner, head to frgministry.com slash
1: donate. So this is uh, ministry partners is so important for us as well as a ministry. We run this podcast because of your support, but also we um, are always providing resources for our ministry partners. We just um, uploaded a video of part of um, the FRG ministry outreach team tour which is absolutely exclusive to our ministry partners. So you get a lot of exclusive stuff, you get courses before anyone else, you get videos before anyone else, and some a lot of exclusive stuff that nobody else will will ever get. So um, go to frgministry.com forward slash ministry partner. We'd love you to to be part of this ministry.
0: Dad joke.
1: Okay, so I, I have a dad joke. But this is a dad joke that my, I was on tour and my drummer said yeah. while we were driving. Okay? He's always but
0: got a good joke. He's
1: so good. At, but he, he, it's not really a dad joke. It's called an anti-joke, oh. which I find really funny. But some people just don't get them. <laughs> That'd
0: be so fun. Don't
1: get it. So we might okay. hear crickets at the end of this. But I, think it's, I find them hilarious. I'll
0: <laughs> laugh. I will laugh.
1: Okay. Oh, 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 let's, okay. Here it is. What does a mole rat... And an eagle have in common? I don't know. They both fly, except for the mole rat. (laughs) I love it.
0: That's such a joke. You
1: know, hey. Well, anyway, sorry. I'm sorry for those of you who don't get it. I'm sorry. But uh, for me, that that was actually a good joke that I laughed for ten minutes more. Okay, so here we go. Three,
0: two, one. Saint
1: Me a Picture. Who's our saint?
0: My favorite saint, Saint Mary Magdalene of Magdala. You? Okay, should I just launch straight away? Launch
1: into it. Let's hear about Saint Mary Magdalene.
0: <laughs> she is called Saint Mary of Magdala because she's from Magdala or um, simply Magdalene or Matt, or Madeline, it said. But that I think mm-hmm. that's right.
1: Maggie.
0: Maggie. <laughs> Maggie. You
1: know, saint, saint Mary Magdalene. <laughs> we're
0: Aussie. Mate. <laughs> um, she was a woman who, um, according to the four Gospels, travelled with Jesus yes. as one of his followers. And this is the pretty much the thing that really just amazes me is that she was obviously witness at his crucifixion, but she was the first person. Was she the first person to see his resurrection?
1: And he had to witness the resurrection. To Verify. witness the
0: resurrection, sorry. Yeah, to so witness that he had risen, saw him.
1: Yeah, anyway, um, so she she did see him, but she thought she he was him. the gardener.
0: That's right. She thought yeah. he was the gardener. Fine, and the branches, very very good.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Good, good symbolism. Yeah, she was the good gardener. Symbolism.
0: But- yeah um she's the patron saint that. of women
1: she's the gardener is the one who looks after the vines and i just in case no one got that joke <laughs> okay sorry back to you yeah.
0: um yeah she is she's the patron saint of there's a few funny ones here sorry yeah. she's a patron saint of women which i think is incredible because um you know I think this is a whole other topic, but a lot of people from the outside sometimes think that Christianity is more leaning towards um, males. I've heard people say that before, and then I always talk about the fact that like Mary Magdalene was there at his crucifixion. She was yes. with him his disciples all the time. She was Every you know, such a way. close follower of Jesus. Yeah, he loved women. So, um, yeah, that's um, a little bit of a side note. But St Mary Magdalene is a patron saint of women, converts to Christianity people who enjoy contemplating God's mysteries, people who struggle with uh, sins and temptation, um, hairdressers. There's a few funny ones now. Perfume makers, pharmacists, that's good, tanners.
1: Oh, spray tans. <laughs>
0: spray tans. So the if pre- you do spray tans, pray pre- to Mary Magdalene.
1: I've never done a spray tan in my life, but I, <laughs> I have a natural tan. But yeah. So yeah. She's the, the patron. Of of spray tanners, that's good. So don't before <laughs> your next spray tan go in and just say, Saint Mary Magdala, pray for us. <laughs> so it'll, it'll match the color.
0: To not make a person look too orange.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> so so, I just so anyway.
1: Some interesting some interesting things yes. about Mary Magdala, yes. well, Magdala means tower. That's the place because it was a fishing town. Uh-huh. There. there was a tower there. Yep. Um, she was the very first person ever to experience an exorcism. Seven demons came out of her. Okay. Yes. Wow. And she, was, um, she gave financial support to the work of Jesus and the disciples. She was there to support Jesus and the disciples financially as well. And um, she's thought also to be the woman who um, broke the alabaster jar. We don't know for sure, but there's a, a great assumption among theologians that she was the same woman. And of course, that she was with Jesus throughout his life, his death and resurrection. She stayed with Jesus. There's not, not one disciple did that maybe Saint John but there's no mention of him but she was there at the foot of the cross but same we know Saint John was there she was there during the persecution she was there the entire time how beautiful is that
0: yeah it's amazing
1: anything else you have of, of Saint Mary Magdala uh,
0: yeah sorry I just put my notes <laughs> to the side not that I need them um yeah no I think you've said everything um it was believed that as you said that she well she had um you know demons and and Jesus healed her. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think also that he. this is something really that always has stayed with me in my mind, that when they were stoning her, um, you know, because they were judging her because she was believed to be a prostitute, um, then Jesus said, all right, anyone here that hasn't sinned, you can throw a stone and no one could throw one anymore because they'd all realised they'd done something wrong. So it's that really powerful reminder that no matter what we've done, that if we can come back to Jesus, he can forgive us. It doesn't matter, you know, what he... But, but he then said, you need to start again and live a different life. So it wasn't like, I've forgiven you, just go do whatever now. No, forgive you, start again. God's got and a better plan for your life. Line. Yeah, Stay attached to mine. Exactly. And
1: uh, yeah, those who but, are yeah. forgiven more. And that's, I love the quote about Mary Magdalene. Jesus says, those who are forgiven more will love more. And so this yeah, is what beautiful. Mary Magdalene did. She loved more. So St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. Pray for us. Beautiful. Okay, so let's Topic of the Week. Topic uh-huh. this week is how do I stay connected with Jesus in 2021, which is the year of pandemic, the se- second year of pandemic, which is the mm. time where we're isolated, which is a time where we don't have necessarily our routines. Australia, I think we're at an advantage because it's like I'm touring around Australia and I'm speaking Mm. to thousands of people, no face masks, people are in churches. We're back to normal again. We're in a privileged place because there is no virus Mm. here in Australia. Yes. But this is not the reality anywhere else in the world. Mm. Everywhere else is is in lockdown. Everywhere else is cautious. There's still a lot of fear. There's still a lot of anxiety. And there's still just, yeah, we're in a really different place. Like our online mass is now mostly attended by people in Europe, in Canada, in India, in Brazil, yes. all these places which are still so much in lockdown. While Australia, here, we're, our churches are open again. Everything, our seating is normal. Our capacities are normal as well. we so,
0: masks, yeah.
1: <clears throat> but the thing remains is whether it's 2021 or 1999 or the, the, the year yeah. two or three, whatever the time of Jesus, yeah. we're still... Called to the same thing And that is to be attached to the vine It doesn't yeah. change We're still called to have a relationship with Jesus The world is changing, yes But the fact that we need to be connected um, To the vine uh, And abide in the vine hasn't changed But let's yes. we'll, we'll get a bit practical on how
0: Yeah, practically
1: How we can In a year of pandemic, okay Given Australia mm-hmm. But also the rest of the world Which is struggling in lockdown How do I stay close to Jesus the vine? Number one, pray. We need Mm -hmm. to pray. If you are not praying, there's no way, no way you're going to stay attached to the vine. If you're not stopping and you're not speaking to Jesus, you're not making time for Jesus, Mm -hmm. there's no way. So that's the Mm -hmm. basic, that's the essential. Finding time, two minutes, three minutes, while you're washing the dishes, while you're sweeping the floor, while while you're sending an email, stop for a moment. Whatever, just speak to Jesus. Make time for Jesus. Put time apart, ideally. 10 minutes, 15 minutes every day to speak to Jesus. You can do that in lockdown. You can do that in normal time. Make sure you're disciplined in that. Okay, it's, it requires discipline. The second thing is that we need ongoing spiritual food. How do we get that in lockdown?
0: Podcasts, um, you know, yes. role models, reading books, of, you know, uh, following people on our social media that you're inspired by that lead you close to faith.
1: Yeah, so following your role models, uh, Catholic role models on on social media uh, as well. You know, YouTube, look up people who love Jesus, listen to sermons online, Mm -hmm. follow our online courses, courses courses.frgministry.com. That's why we're providing this stuff, so that you can feed yourself ongoing spiritual food. This podcast as well. Make sure you're listening every week and you're holding your Bible as you do that. And uh, you're listening to online mass as well and allowing yourself to go deeper in the Word of God. The third thing is community.
0: Community is a huge one. This Whether is it's
1: big. virtual or real, we, that's no excuse mm. to isolate ourselves. We, we have Zoom, we have um, uh, telephones, we have video calls. Make sure you're immersed in community. Find a group of people, something, somewhere where you can join together. FRG ministry hopefully very soon are starting an online prayer meeting. Um, and right. you'll be able to connect with the people from all around the world we had our um, Lenten retreat all of this these are great ways to build community but mm-hmm. also if you're able to get out go and immerse yourself in, in, in a community in person the fourth thing sacraments now this is a challenging one especially for those in lockdown mm-hmm. online mass is great yes make sure you remain um, attending mass and, and, and the liturgies and listening to the word of God These are so important, but at your earliest possible, as soon as it is run, run to Jesus in the Eucharist, run Mm -hmm. to Jesus in the sacrament of reconciliation, run to Jesus. You you can't survive without the bread of life. You cannot Mm -hmm. survive without without the presence of God. Do whatever it takes to immerse yourself in the the presence and in the love of Jesus. Yes. And the fifth thing? Reach out. We reach out, out
0: to other people, to the poor, to people who are on their own.
1: So, and, and those who are involved in ministry as well. And this is why, mm. again, and I know this is selfish, but it's sounding selfish, but we have ministry partners for that purpose, so that you mm. could also be immersed in actual outreach in ministry. That's mm. not only about you, but it's now what you have received. You're going to give to others. You can give to others yourself, or you can give to mm. others through those who are on the front line. And this is why we have opportunities to give to the poor, to ministry partners, to call someone who's down, you know, just call them and say, how are you doing? You know, go and give food to those who mightn't have had a good meal for a long time. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes, just, just reach out. So how do I stay commun- connected with Jesus in 2021? I'd say those five things. One is daily prayer. Two is yeah. ongoing spiritual food. Three is community. Four is the sacraments. And the fifth is the mission. Make sure mm-hmm. you're out.
0: beautiful and so true like all those it's it's that routine isn't it and you know those things can help us stay connected to god and you know sometimes i know for myself sometimes if i'm feeling down and i don't feel like doing you know a whole lot of praying even if i just talk god just even for five minutes it'll just change my day yes um you know especially working in a youth justice center it can get pretty hard in there and i always pray before i go in you know, Lord, help me to remember I'm doing this for you, that there's boys in there that are, you know, are on their own, are isolated and even me just being there and being kind to them will be a witness. So, you know, just even those little things, I think sometimes we build up, um, you know, staying close to God, we have to do so many things and, and it's true, like all those things you listed are so important. And for myself as well, like you were saying about daily prayer, I always put on in on a song in the morning, like Hillsong or Brooke Fraser. I just every time I listen to one of her songs, she's it prays before she writes all the songs, and that just speaks truth into your life, you know. Mm. So praying through, you know, listening to music, and as you said, like um, I always find people on Instagram that are seeking God, and it, it helps me, you know, and mm. yeah. And so the community the,
1: one's a big one too. Yes. And so saying, saying these are things yeah. we to fight for. They don't just happen. Okay. So all these five we have things. To fight, we to yeah. Fight. But this is uh, one of the ways we love to serve you as well. trying to provide um, all of these elements for you um, through FRJ ministry. And so we're grateful for those of you who journey with us, those of you who pray with us, those of you yes. who join our daily uh, online masses those of you who join through subscribing to this podcast. And we also remind you also, please do subscribe to this podcast, rate the podcast. We um, we would love to serve more people. Share this podcast with other people as you prepare also for for the readings for Holy Mass.
0: If you enjoy listening to this podcast and learning more about your faith, have you considered enrolling into our online courses? FRG Ministry online courses cover teaching, devotional, and practical elements of the Catholic faith to help individuals, teachers, students, and parishes across the world grow in their faith and understanding of the Catholic Church and their relationship with Jesus Christ. All courses include high-definition videos with expert and engaging speakers, testimonies from everyday Catholics, and downloadable content including interactive PDF guides, prayer cards, and phone wallpapers. Online courses from FRG Ministry are also accredited for professional development for Catholic education staff in Australia. Titles include Knowing Mary, School of Prayer, Pentecost and the Holy Spirit, Introduction to the Bible, and more, with new courses being added regularly. For more information about enrollment and subscription options, head to courses.frgministry.com.
1: Uh, just a, a reminder, also, we do now have a, the, a, a new course which we're starting. The, the Introduction to the Bible is a great course, but also um, the, the course we're uh, about to start recording, and we're recording is a, a course on, on the Mass, on the Holy Mass. So I invite you to be part of this Mass. I invite you to, to um, look out for this course subscription. For those who subscribe to this the online courses, you get this for free. So this is given to you for free. So this is exciting. We have a lot of courses, a lot of new stuff coming your way. Um, check out courses.frgministry.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening to us. So Somehow we lost Georgia, um, the connection with Georgia. So I'm going to have to conclude this by myself. But um, thanks to Georgia as well for for being here during this episode. We love you. And also, please um, check out frgministry.com forward slash podcast. If you'd like to become a ministry partner, check out frgministry.com forward slash ministry partner. And also, there's ways to donate. There are ways you can support this ministry. But again, subscribe to this podcast. Be in touch. Catholic Influencers underscore on Instagram and cat um, influencers on uh, on twitter we'd love to hear from you um, podcast at dot god bless you and we'll speak to you and see you again next week